You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, before we start this exciting podcast today, I want to let you know we've got coming up here May 25th, 26th, and 27th, the McIntyre Business Accelerator, MBA. It's our fourth one. If you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, want to accelerate your business, take it from 500000 to $5 million and more, or whatever the denomination you are at, Come check it out. Listen, I started a company with zero and took it to $3 billion in sales. You've seen our trailer for The Accelerator, okay? This is where it begins. And if you want to be a member of that show or be broadcast on that show, come on in. We could select you if you qualify at this MBA. So come on and check it out. We're excited about this. Go check it out at bmichaelmcintyre.com and see if you qualify for the McIntyre Business Accelerator. Because look, if you're in business, it's time to accelerate. For startups, business has been around. No matter if you've got a $500,000 a year revenue or five or $50 million in revenue, we'll help you accelerate. It's intense. It's three days. And then also we have 12 months of coaching as well attached to that. It's really incredible. All right. Enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Michael McIntyre, your humble host here at the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre. And man, we've got another awesome guest this week. Hey, last week we had the uh, fighter jet pilot guy, uh, Jeff Hoskins. This week we have a doctor, and this is Dr. Colette James. And she is an amazing godly woman. I want to read a little bit about her. She's a highly driven woman who was born to break barriers. Dr. Colette James uh, proves that women women powered by purpose women are unstoppable this is so true she built her career brick by brick fighting fears failures and setbacks to have the success she's always known was hers to claim coming from the past that included being given away at birth two teenage pregnancies drug use and many other trials dr colette has a passion for helping other over others overcome past difficulties Having honed an expert and expertise for her last three decades, her work is a testament to what it means to leave an undeniable mark on the word. She's an author of de devotions and books, including Embrace God's Love, God's Marketplace, Kingdom Influencer, Teenage Mom to Empower Women, and Women Thrive. Prior to launching her speaking career, Dr. James, Dr. Colette James worked her famed boxing promoter, Don King, for 28 years. That's crazy. I love it. As a licensed minister and ordained elder, the wisdom gained traveling the world and interacting with many different cultures has truly heightened her appreciation for and enhanced her abilities to minister to people all across all walks of life. She doesn't simply change lives. She expands them. Come on, sister. Man. And it's even longer than that. I, but I, in, in, with respect of time, I just wanted to do some highlights. I, I, I told Colette before, I said, listen, I'm going to highlight some things that I find fascinating. Listen, what I find fascinating is you're an overcomer. Yeah. And uh, you're amazing. And you have, uh, you have children, you have grandchildren, and you have great-grandchildren. Great. 
Come yes. on. You, Generations. You look so young. <laughs> oh, thank you. You got that youth gene. God bless you with. All mm-hmm. right. So uh, in your ministry, and we got to meet recently uh, for the first time. It was just a divine connection, I believe, uh, with our friend Eric Skeldon and Kingdom Warriors group. And you're a big deal in that thing. And so tell me this. What what's What's, I mean, we see what's happening out there with all the politics, all the division in our country, all the things that are happening. Uh, we know God's moving. We know Jesus is King. We know all this. And what do you say to our listeners out there and people are watching? Like, how do we stay focused? How do we stay on that? Because, you know, the enemy's masterful at distractions. Yes. And yes, especially women in the marketplace and women that want to get out there and do these things. And maybe they had a teenage pregnancy. Maybe they had an abortion. Maybe they had a drug situation or they were abused. What words of encouragement do you give them to stay strong and keep focused on the prize today? I think the most important thing is to know who they are in God. Mm. That will help them narrow in their focus. Um, As daughters of the King, we are entitled to certain things because we're his daughters. You know, it's not taking anything away from the kings, but we are queens and we need to honor ourselves as such. So it is once we know our true identity, then at that point, we'll walk in that and we walk it out differently. We we value ourselves differently. And so that helps us with our focus because there's so much chaos around us. And you are right. The enemy is good at distractions, but we're good at allowing our own distractions to come up in our lives. It's not always the enemy. Amen to that. Not always his attacks. Sometimes it's just us, you know. But if we take that time to to have that koinonia, that intimacy with God on a daily basis, if we start our day with him, it'll help us in our focus throughout our day. But it's in knowing who we are, because if we don't fully understand what it means to be a child of God, then we're going to be just like the word said, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. That's so good. And and so, Colette, what I hear you saying is that, you know, you, you've got to know where your identity lands. Yeah. And all right. So and I'm totally aligned with that. And I think uh, one of the things that I think really puts a lot of distraction on uh, people, uh, women and men, is finances, is, mm-hmm. you know, you know, struggles. Right. And and I don't care. You know, people always say, yeah, you got money. It's easy for you to say, look, even when you have money, you still have financial issues. Right. And so, you know, the grass is, you know, people always think the grass is greener on the other side. Hey, sometimes there's no grass anywhere. Right? You know, I mean, I know they say, well, I'd like to have those troubles, you know, McIntyre. Really? And you really sometimes don't. And so what how do you how do you coach people in that process? And especially women out there who are maybe a single mom, maybe their husband left or maybe they they're a widow or they're divorced and they're out there trying to make it themselves in in our economy, in a capitalistic world where we do have a lot of opportunity. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, with that, I mean, it gets sometimes, you know, my mother was a single mom of five. And, you know, my father struggled. He didn't really, he wasn't a big fan of child support. And so it was difficult for her, but she worked really hard and how she did it was, is miraculous. But what do you give women? What do you tell women in those situations of, of what to, what to do in in maybe a, a, yes, in the Holy Spirit, but also in a pragmatic view? You know, um, they, they they have to kind of co-mingle with each other, the, the spiritual and the natural. It really, really does. And, and, 
I was a single mother for a very, very long time. Okay, my children were in their late teens when I got married. Um, Based on the fact that I had them so young, I had my first child at 14, my second child eight days after I turned 16. So trust me, I was (laughs) I was a single mom for a long time through a very tumultuous time in my life. Okay, but one thing that always stood out to me as God was a provider, even when I wasn't walking with him. And that was amazing to me. Um, I was very independent and I had that little pride vein going Mm. and that survival mode that says, you know, well, I just got to make it happen. So I need to do whatever I need to do to make it happen. But God was faithful in the midst of that. My advice when you're walking through it is I know it looks hard and I know it doesn't seem like you're going to make it. But think about the last trial. Yeah. The word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. If you just think back to that last problem and you made it through. Come on. And if you made it through that one, you're going to make it through this one. It's like with each one of them, you get a little bit stronger and a little more secured in who God was. When I gave my life to the Lord, I was almost 33 years old. Mm. So I had been out there in the world doing all manner of things. I'm, I'm very transparent with who I am. But the key is, is that when I came to him, it wasn't at the lowest point in my life. It was because he was so faithful when I was such a mess. Come on, sister. It's just like, you know, if you could stay with me, if you could walk with me, if you could cover me and love me, I mean, I'm guns pull, triggers pull, I'm still here. It's just like, you know, when you go through things like that, it builds your trust in who God is. Yeah. As a single person, you have to make sure you're building your trust as you go. So good. All right. I love that. It's so powerful. Boy, you got me all fired up. So good. Uh, all right. So today, in our world today, we've got the you know, and I think we talked about some of this the other day on our other Zoom. We got the transgender situation. We got we've got you know the 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 you know the LGBTQ you know uh, you know italicized you know funny face everything you know it's, it's crazy out there. You know we were talking about Netflix and everything I watch on Netflix. I mean everything has some sort of gay or lesbian or transgender situation in there. And so, you know, with, with that, and, and listen, you know, it's like I was taught, I, I was preaching the other day at storehouse and I don't hate gays. I don't hate transgenders. I don't hate it. I hate the demonic spirit on them is what I hate. And I think it's our job to cast those out. If, if it's, if it's available to, to do us to do that. But what do you, what do you tell out there, the people out there that have children and, you know, they're afraid of the indoctrination that's going on. And how do they deal with that? And because I, I love your background. I love your education. I love your heart for this. And I think that uh, helping women in this time, because I know, you know, during during the pandemic, everybody was on, you know, if, if they if they're lucky to have a laptop. Right. Their, their kids were being taught. And then the enemy overplayed his hand on that kind of let us know what the hell are they teaching in these schools? Right. right? right. So what do you tell a mom out there that's got these children that might get exposed to this sort of thing? You know, it is very, very important on how you are speaking into your own child's life, mm-hmm. because you cannot stop their, your children from exposure to the world. You really can't. Even if you're homeschooling, whatever, there's still going to be some place where they're going to go out here and they're going to be exposed to the world. But what are you putting within them yourself? How are you having communication? One of my biggest 
peeves with the body of Christ is all the hoopla they made talking about prayer getting taken out of school, mm -hmm. right? If you're teaching your child how to pray at home, then prayer right. never could be taken out of school because that child knows no matter what situation they're in, they can pray. That's it. Yeah. No matter where you're at. That's right. You That's know, right. so exactly. So you got to you got to to train up a child in the ways they should go. That does not mean that child won't go out and experiment in other things. You have mm -hmm. to know that. And you've got to be there to love your child through it while letting them know I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. But you still have to show forth the love of God. We make a, a total, total error when we refuse to go meet our children where they are. All we want to do is condemn them and talk bad about what they're finding mm. instead of meeting them where they are and having dialogue, having communication about it. So good. I love that. You know, Stacy and I, you know, uh, we've got three grown daughters and we used to always, our philosophy was catch them doing something right. <laughs> right. But, you know, say accentuate the positive. Say, hey, that mm -hmm. was really awesome. Yes, you got to do course correction sometimes, but catch them doing something right. Mm -hmm. OK, so tell us about your educational and by I mean, Don King. I mean, what a, what a master, what a master marketing genius he was. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so how did all that come about? Because that's pretty kind of cool. You know, it, it is kind of cool. Actually, I loved my job when I worked for Don. Um Love him or hate him, you've got to respect his business acronym because totally. totally like how did this man get out of the penitentiary for literally murder? OK, and then rise to to the place that he has risen to. And he is still alive, by the way. He'll be 92 this year. No so, way. Still, yeah. And he's still wow. out there doing it. <laughs> wow. I guess he knows the Lord then, doesn't he? He knows them. I don't know if he totally follows them, but he does know them. <laughs> I hear you. Them. But you know what? It, it was just like, I believe it was a God-ordained thing. And, and speaking into our lives, what we want. Growing up, I always said that I love travel. So I either wanted a job that I could travel or marry a man in the military so I could travel. All I knew was that I wanted to travel. And God made that possible for me. I was working front desk at Caesar's Palace, and this was in the 70s in Las Vegas. And all the major shows were going on there. And that's how I met Don and his whole crew. And about a year after I left Caesars, it was just a God-ordained thing. This is a funny story. I had a phone bill at my mother's house. I had moved back in with my mother and I had a phone bill that was $90 because back then you that's had a lot to pay of money. For every long distance mm -hmm. call you made and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, she is going to kill me when she sees this bill. And so I picked up the phone and I actually called some of the, the people that I knew with Don King Productions and said, do you need some help on this event that's going on? That was the Larry Holmes, Ernie Shavers fight in 1978. Wow. And um, I was hired just for that one fight. And as they say, the rest is history. So, yeah, it was just a God ordained thing, but it was really cool. And it taught me a lot. And just basically on what you just said about people think that people with money don't have problems. That is so far from the truth. Mm -hmm. They have a whole nother set of problems, yes, a whole do. different thing that they have to deal with. And so many of them have no peace. That's right. They have money, right. but they don't have any peace. Yeah. And you know, it, it's so true. You know, it's like... Um, I remember when I, I uh, was asked to come into the uh, Young Presidents Organization, and 
uh, and young YPO is a, it's a really interesting organization. It's a not-for-profit organization that brings in young, successful CEOs and entrepreneurs that have done real well. And the reason it got started back in the 1950s, I think it was late 50s, early 60s, was there was a man that was very highly successful, uh, didn't have anybody to talk to, didn't have anybody to turn to, and he lost a whole bunch of money and he ended up committing suicide. And so, uh, because nobody could relate to his situation. So this man, from his friend from that, created the Young Presidents Organization to help out people in those situations. Because like you said, you know, you know, if if somebody's of of uh, that has wealth and you know they're they're upset because their plane is in the shop, and I say that because I've been there, right? And they get a big bill. No, they you got you know the guy out there that's you know delivering the mail can't relate to that, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not fair to even bring him into that situation or her into that situation as it is, you know. But that person that has that situation, they need somebody to talk to. They need somebody. They help them out. And so it's so true. And I think a lot of times in the church as a whole, the church, the American church, uh, and what I found is that uh, anybody of any kind of means, they pull on them constantly. Mm -hmm. And I think it's not totally fair. But however, that person's responsibility to set up the boundaries in that too and say, look, you know, I can do this and I can't do that. And to say no, because no is an answer and a complete sentence. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, but, but getting back to this uh, world, this travel, did you always, did, did you always love to travel? Was that born in you? Did you where, yeah. Where, where did you go first that really got you hooked on travel? You know what? Well, as a, a little girl, I grew up in Las Vegas and oh, okay. gotcha. my mother um, had spent like 20 years in Los Angeles prior to me moving to Las Vegas when she and my father met. So um, we were always on the highway back and forth to to um, L.A. Um, I remember going to Texas, you know, my father's family, um, going to Arkansas, with my grandfather's family. So I just, you know what, I've always been amazed by different places, mm -hmm. you know, so um, it's just always been in me. I remember the very first time, and this was probably uh, about six months after my mother passed, we were having a show in London and it was my first time to be able to go across the water, as they say, um, across the pond. And um, and that I was really, really excited about to leave America. Now, I've been blessed to go to several different countries over the years now since then, but that was really amazing to see different um cultures and how people reacted to different things in different countries. And so those are those are some of the things that stood out. But I've just always loved to travel. And in fact, because I traveled so much working with Don, it was like, I remember when I stopped and I was at home for about a year straight. And I was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> I need an airplane. I can't do this. Need to go somewhere. Something. I get so. it. I understand. My, my first experience on, on an airplane was... Uh, was flying to uh, uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. And uh, my my uncle was in the uh, Seabees then, and he was in the Vietnam War, and his car needed to come back to Michigan. And so we flew down, we flew down to uh, Gulfport, Mississippi, and and I was nine years old, and I was hooked, man. I, <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I get it. It's always something that does that, that spurs that that wonder, yeah, that wanderlust, so to speak, and go out there and just travel everywhere. And since then, We've been blessed to travel a lot too. All right, so 
in your ministry, in in your speaking, in in uh, your books that you write when you get out there, what 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 do you think today in 2023? What's the number one issue that you encounter? Low self-esteem and mm-hmm. women and men, just people, period, devaluing who they are. They don't know who they are in the Lord. Yeah. They don't realize that they were created on purpose for purpose. And because they don't understand that, then they leave themselves open to all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got saved, one of the first mentors in, in a um, outside of the church wall for me was Miles Monroe. And I was introduced to him dealing with purpose. And he said something that really, really impacted me. He said, when you do not know the purpose of a thing, you will abuse or abnormally use it. Wow. And that hit me because it said to me, that's what I had done with my life for several years. I had abused myself because I didn't know my purpose and I didn't know my worth. You know, society will put so many labels on you because of different things that you walk through in life and you begin to wear those labels. And so you start to see yourself through those eyes instead yeah. of seeing yourself through the eyes of your father. Yeah. And that made a big, big difference. And so that that low self-esteem and that not knowing your identity, when you know your identity, you know the power and the authority that you have been given. And so therefore you walk there in that. That's right. That's right. You, you know, don't know it. You don't know it. Right. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And I think then when, uh, you know, somebody like Satan comes along and whispers you some lies, you start yeah. believing those lies because you're not feeding the truth. And I think that's why it's so important to have other believers around you uh, and and do that. So, all right. So what are you doing currently in the marketplace? Tell me what's, what's going on. Like in what's a day in the life of, of <laughs> this Dr. James? I want to hear that. So, wow. The, a day in the life in, in Dr. James <laughs> is very busy. Yeah, I, bet <laughs> I it still is. have a day job. I still have a day job. Things uh, have a day job. I have ministry. I have um, an organization that I'm very passionate about um, that I'm working on to give women an alternative to the abortion cycle. I also have um, my own personal ministries where I'm teaching women about that lioness warrior that's in them so that they will rise up and be the courageous people that they were created to be. So my days are very, very full. I'm 66 years old and I'm going on a whole new path now down this web three journey, you know, into NFTs and the metaverse and all of these different things that I've come into contact with through um, Kingdom Warriors. But that was even God ordained because the Lord told me that um, he wanted me to get involved in the metaverse. He said it was going to be the next new frontier for the kingdom of God. My whole focus is seeing the kingdom of God expand in this earth realm. It's and amazing. It starts with his people. Yes. And, you know, and 66, you look 45 if that. <laughs> Anyways, you're doing so good. Uh, so with that Web3, and I think that's how we met is through Eric Skeldon. And uh, which, you know, NFTs, you know, crypto, blockchain, it's a whole new world out there. It's kind of like, you know, I remember back in 1996-97 when the internet was coming into coming into vogue. Uh I had no I it took me almost to 2000 before I even got a, got an email. You know, I mean, I was so late to the game and now you've got AI coming in and you've got all these different things in here. It's kind of head spinning sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like which way do we go? And I think, you know, 
And it's just like anything else, just like, you know, this this phone here, you know, it can be used for good, really good, and can be used for evil, really evil. And so I think we have to come into this clear, clear eyed and say, okay, how does God want to work with this, with, mm -hmm. with, the, with these things? And I love what you guys are doing at the Kingdom Warrior. And I think it's really incredible. Now, tell me about your journey at Kingdom Warrior, because I... Uh, I know you're an elder there and you're kind of on, on, I don't know, it was the board of the night of the round tables. <laughs> you guys, you, you guys got some amazing graphics, man. I don't know who does your graphics, but they're BA all the way. So tell me, so tell me what, what's, what, what's happening with all that. So I, um, I've been in Kingdom Warriors for, for a year now, for a wow. year, and it's been an amazing journey. Um, again, God said, I want you involved in the metaverse, next new frontier for the kingdom. Next thing he did one week later was put Kingdom Warriors before me. And he said, I want you to join. And so it was like, okay, when you're when you're in tune to the, the leading and the prompting of the Holy Spirit, you'll never go wrong. Yeah. You may not understand why he's leading you this way at that moment, but you'll never go wrong. Amen. And so once I got involved in it, I promise you, I did not know what an NFT was. And I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> and it took me a few months to get non-fungible token out of my mouth. It was like, what the <laughs> heck is <did it> me? <laughs> I get it, sister. I get it. I'm with you. But because God said, I want you involved, I went all in. And so I was involved in their mastermind. I was involved in the making of their film series. I went to Minnesota for the filming. I was an extra there. Um, I've been involved in everything that they've done over the past year. Because what you pour into someone else's life will come back into your life. As come on. And when right. God said, this is where you, I want you, this is where I needed to be. So my journey through them has now taught me, I have now launched my own NFT um, line that deals with the lioness warrior kingdom about the ladies and embracing that courageous part of them, that, that lioness. Listen, the word of God says that Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah and he's our older brother. He's our elder brother. And so if we are joint heirs with him in this thing, we're walking it out. Then as women, as the daughters of the kingdom, we are lionesses. He's a it. lion. We're a lioness. Come on, okay. And so we embrace that courage, that inner drive that says, yes, I can. As a woman, and I'm not taking anything from the men, but as a woman, we have encountered so much mm -hmm. just because of our gender. Yep. Not to mention if you're a black woman and because of your gender and your race. Okay. Right. Totally. You've encountered so much. And a lot of times that will beat you down and mm -hmm. it will say to you, you're not valuable. You don't shine. Or because of certain abuses and things you may have taken on, you've, you've tried back. You right. shrink back. You don't want to be seen. You, you, you just, you don't, you know, you want this veil over yourself. That's but right. God is saying, no, I need you. Come I put on. things in you that the world needs. So and good. so I want to be able to pull that out of you, you yes. know, and so that's that's where I'm at now is trying to reach in and help everyone, not just women, but women and men recognize the brilliance that is within them, that greatness so that it can be pulled out so that they can fulfill their purpose and their destiny, because we all are connected to other people. And those people are waiting on you. The Come word on. says that creation is moaning and groaning. For the sons of God to mm. appear. Come on. I love it. I love it.
Preach it. All right. So you're in this, you're in this kingdom warrior deal and you're doing these NFTs, which is really cool. Uh, so your, your time is valuable. And I, I so appreciate you coming on here. I know we got this, we, we squeezed this podcast in just at the last minute, which I'm so grateful for, but I know it's his divine connection. And with that, I want, I want you to share with everybody, how did, how would they get a hold of you? What's your web? What, what, where is it? Say, let's say there's a woman out there that says, you know, they need some coaching or what what does that look like for you if somebody wants to get a hold of you doctor who how do they do that so i have two websites prominently out there right now there is the lionesswarriorkingdom.com lionesswarriorkingdom.com and there you can go you can see the nfts um you can click the link and see part of the collection i have a small grouping of the collection out there right now um and you can join our facebook group which is very very important and it's only for women it's the lioness warrior kingdom facebook group even tonight we are doing um a teaching on speaking prophetically over your situations these are the kind of things that we are promoting so that you understand the power of your words yes and so that's I'm I'm gonna and then and okay and so they get a hold to the lioness website. Is there another website? Yes, um, kingdominfluencer.life. Okay, and I'm gonna introduce you to some friends too. I got another. Uh, she has a doctorate as well, and uh, and I think she's got two doctorates. I mean, you guys. I mean, listen, <laughs> that's not me. You know, I. <laughs> Michael, I gotta tell you something. I didn't get my degrees until after I turned sixty. Did you? This is, that is just right? God. You know, I went for the bachelor's and he said, you're not done yet. And so within four years, I had the bachelor's, master's and the doctorate. (laughs) It was just like, are you kidding me? I'm at that place in life now. If you say before you can get fool out, (laughs) I'm like, no, no more school. No more school for you. All right. So where did you what what are tell us about your degrees? Tell us your master's and, and your doctorate. What are they in? Uh, in uh, my do- doctorate is in divinity, masters of of theology. So right. yeah, it's all connected you, to my. Do you know? Do you know Dr. Kokoricha? I do not. Okay, Oyen Kokoricha. I'm going to introduce you to her offline because uh, she's got. She's you guys are. You know what? What school did you go to? Um, Kingdom Builders. Okay. All right. You guys need to connect. Uh, she's amazing. She's. Uh, She's like you. Uh, and so you guys, I think you guys would hit it off. And I she's just gotten into the cryptocurrency world and NFTs as well. I mean, it's okay. like it's like you guys were separated at birth. All right. Uh, that's really cool. So, all right. I, I love this. I could talk to you for hours, especially about Las Vegas. Las, Las Vegas is one of my favorite places on earth. Uh, I just I like going there. I had it's funny, I had an office there for like 22 years and I never went to it. I always, I was at the Bellagio or the Wynn, <laughs> and I'd have my people meet me over there. But uh, what a wonderful city. And uh, I remember after I gave my life to Jesus, I'd walk around the casino praying in tongues, you know. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is nobody bothers you. It's like normal. Know. <laughs> you know, they don't care. Uh, but I brought, but Jesus is in Las Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. And Jesus is in those casinos. And I call Las Vegas Grace City instead of Sin City. Yes. The Lord says that grace much more abounds where sin is evident. So yeah, it's Grace City. I love that. I love that. In fact, I met my first Jesus hound in Las Vegas, which is in my book. And uh, it had a profound effect on me in coming to giving my life to Jesus. So yeah, he's everywhere. Uh, all right. So what scripture are you sitting on right now, if any? Isaiah 60 and 1, arise and shine for your light has come and the brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. You are to be his glory bearer. 
And that's where um, my training and my teaching comes in to unleash the power of your brilliance. That that's awesome. what it's all about. That's you know? beautiful. I love it. I love that. Uh, my brother in his office had that on a huge billboard in his office, that scripture. And that's uh, powerful. All right. What Michael, books? I have one more website. Yes. If Come I on, bring don't it. Mind. Um, it is lifelegacycenter.com, lifelegacycenter.com. This is an organization that God has blessed me to be a director in that gives an alternative to women dealing with the abortion thing. And yes. Counseling. Yes. And um, yes. it's, there, it's so many wonderful advantages that they are presenting out here. So lifelegacycenter.com. And I'll tell Darren, our producer, make sure you put puts all these can uh, these links in the show notes so lady women can get after that i love that yes lord and uh okay so uh what book are you reading that's really interesting that you want to share with our audience the prophetic warrior mm. it's by emma starks the prophetic warrior and it is amazing and i'm actually listening to it as an audio book and it's just that much more profound because it's literally speaking to my spirit so i love that that's awesome. That's great. All right. So, uh, Colette, you're amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that Eric Skeldon brought us together. Thank you for being a kingdom warrior. Thank you for being uh, a sister in Christ and just showing up big. Uh, tell me, and uh, uh, what did you, what's your husband do? My husband is retired. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, he had some medical um, issues that he encountered, so he's retired, but he is my number one support person so he Good. is that wind beneath my wing so amen amen well him. i know a, a powerful woman like you has got a powerful man with her and uh uh yeah and i hope we get to meet where do you live do you live i'm in currently Minnesota? in atlanta atlanta yes all right yes i would actually be coming to your event next week weekend if i was not going <laughs> to the the um the premiere yes uh, i know you guys got a big deal coming up well you'll catch the next one and, i will uh yeah, in fact, I think I interviewed uh, Dr. King's niece. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah I, one of them. I can't remember. It's been a while. It's two or three years ago. But mm -hmm. yeah, uh, powerful woman and mm -hmm. uh, powerful ministry. Well, you're so impressive. You're going to have to come back on here after mm -hmm. you do Next Level Experience and uh, mm -hmm. come to our tribe. Uh, you guys over at Kingdom Warriors are doing great. Thank you for all the work that you're doing with women. Uh, ladies, if you're out there, if you're struggling, if you've got a situation with a pregnancy or a situation with abuse uh, or a, a situation that you might feel guilt or shame, listen, this is an overcoming woman. She's been there. She's had teenage pregnancy. She's had situations and she's walked through these. She's had drug abuse. So listen, God is good. Okay. And he's all about grace. And so check out uh, Dr. Colette James and uh, uh, check on her website and get a hold of her if you need some help. She'll be glad to help you uh, awesome. because it's that's what we do here in the kingdom. Yes. 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 All yes. right, sister. Any parting words of wisdom? Trust God. That's Come always on. my parting words. Trust God. Do not put your faith in man or manning. Okay. Put your faith, put your trust in God. He will never fail you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Glad. I appreciate you being here. You are powerful. God bless you, sister. You as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.